the top 10 stories of the week and the brief breakdown where we will discuss why all of the headlines are wrong about 50 Portland police officers that supposedly quit the force. All of that and more on today's show, the brief news brief podcast where a Christian can get caught up on a week's worth of news in 15 minutes or less without opinion and much bias. I'm your host, Isaac Lopez, and this show is presented by TLG Radio. To begin in politics, the narrative that President Biden isn't at the peak of his mental agility continues to grow as 14 GOP representatives signed a letter demanding that President Biden take a cognitive fitness examination. Ronnie Jackson from Texas is stated to have begun the initiative. Jackson said, The American people deserve to have absolute confidence in their president. They deserve to know that he or she can perform the duties demanded of the office. After a plethora of candidates were disqualified from the presidency race in Iran, Abraham Razi is the new president-elect there. Abraham Razi is the current chief justice in Iran. He was also the prosecutor and deputy prosecutor in Tehran in the 1980s and 1990s. Here, Abraham, uh, sorry, then Abraham Razi faces U.S. sanctions because of the part he had to play in mass executions of political prisoners back in 1988 in Tehran. The new president said that he was not apologetic for his actions. Newly elected Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said at a weekly cabinet meeting on Sunday, of all the people that Kamane could have chosen, he chose the hangman of Tehran in reference to Abraham, the man infamous among Iranians and across the world for leading the death committees, which execute thousands of innocent Iranian citizens throughout the years. Razi's election is... I would say, the last chance for the world powers to wake up before returning to the nuclear agreement and to understand who they are doing business with. These guys are murderers, mass murderers, end quote. On to culture. Following an indictment of a police officer in Portland on the charge of the battery of a protester with a police department-issued baton, some 50 fellow police officers resigned from their assignment to Portland's crowd control team. They have all returned to their regular assignments. Acting Portland Police Chief Chris Davis said that it wasn't just due to the indictment, but also to the tremendous amount of stress that has been placed on our entire organization and certainly the members of the rapid response team. And finally, in culture, this report from The Blaze, an American scientist recovered the deleted data from cloud storage and published his analysis Tuesday. The paper, quote, recovery of deleted deep sequencing data sheds more light on the early Wuhan SARS COVID-2 epidemic, suggests that early virus samples from the Wuhan seafood market that until now have been the focus of most studies on the origins of the pandemic are not fully representative of the virus actually of the viruses actually present in Wuhan at the time. On to sports. Cole Beasley, a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, spoke out against the recent updates to the NFL's COVID protocols, which differentiates between both the vaccinated and unvaccinated. If a player remains unvaccinated, they will be held to similar to similar stringent protocols as this past season. He tweeted, if you're scared of me, then steer clear or get vaccinated, point blank period. 
I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. I have family members whose days are numbered. If they want to come and see me and stay at my house, then they are coming regardless of protocol. I don't play for the money anymore. My family has taken care of, has been taken care of. Find me if you want. My way of living and my values are more important to me than a dollar. The Supreme Court has ruled in favor of the players and against the NCAA in regards to player compensation. They unanimously ruled to allow incremental increases in compensations for athletes playing in college. Justice Brett Kavanaugh wrote, The NCAA has not, is not above the law. The NCAA coaches, couches its arguments for not paying athletes, student-athletes and innocuous labels, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. On to health. This from the Altrua Chronicle. A group of local parents sent six face masks to the lab at the University of Florida requesting an analysis of contaminants found on the masks after they had been warned. After they had been worn. The, consulting, the resulting report found that five masks were contamin contaminated with bacteria, parasites, and fungi, related, re including three with dangerous pathogenic and pneumonia-causing bacteria. Although the test is capable of detecting viruses, including SARS-2-CoV, only one virus was found on one mask. Ivermectin, a drug to treat parasitic diseases, is being tested in a principal study in the UK by an Oxford team to confirm if it is truly helpful in combating the coronavirus. According to BBC News, the Oxford team said that they had selected Ivermectin to be included in the trial because it was readily available globally and known to be relatively safe, although like most things, it can be toxic at very high doses. And finally, some good news. Roman Catholic bishops in the U.S. have voted 73% to 24% in favor of drafting new documents that would disallow President Biden to take communion because of his stance and his view on abortion. And finally, finally, <laughs> Republicans in Michigan conducted a months-long investigation into the voting procedures there, examining for fraud. They found none. Their 35-page report did cite severe weaknesses according to the blaze, but the results of President Biden beating then-President Trump should not be overturned. Senator McBroom wrote, There is no evidence presented at this time to prove either significant acts of fraud or that an organized wide-scale effort to commit fraudulent activity was perpetrated in order to subvert the will of Michigan voters. And that concludes today's Brief News Brief reporting segment. If you're interested in finding out more about the Brief News Brief, stick around and you can follow for updates on uh, the Life Given Radio at on Instagram and on Facebook at the Life Given Network. To keep up to date, just go and follow those two, those two platforms and those two media sites. If you would like to be involved in the conversation, go ahead and join the Life Given Radio Facebook conversation. It can be found in the community tab under the Life Given Network. 
Also, if you have a tip, feel free to email me at thebriefnewsbrief at gmail.com. Remember, in conclusion, remember who the real enemy is. Ephesians 6.12 I will speak with you next Friday, or in a moment, in the Brief Breakdown. Okay, welcome to the Brief Breakdown, where you get some opinion and some bias that you listen. If you stick around for this long in the show, I'm assuming that you enjoy uh, this podcast, and I really appreciate everything you all are doing just by tuning in. Uh, And I would encourage you to share the show if you enjoy both segments or just one of these segments. Uh, I do get into the Brief Breakdown here, and really not to give... um, a hot take, but rather to break down other people's hot takes and to show that they aren't as flaming as they may appear to be. Now, uh, I do want to read more about this. And I got got at this in the way that I reported the the headlines that were surrounding this Portland police situation. When I uh, was getting all of these notifications in my inbox of these Portland 50 police officers in Portland quitting from the force or resigning because of the situation, I was stunned and it's shocking for sure. And it's true, they resigned, but they all returned to their initial assignment. So it's not like they quit the police force. They just stopped on that one, stopped working on that one assignment, which obviously is a big deal for 50 people to move away from that assignment. But to say that 50 of them gave up their spots on the police force itself just was not true. So I'd like to read uh, some of the resulting report. This from The Blaze. You can find this in the... Sorry, actually, this from CNN. Sorry, I was giving incorrect credit, but this is from CNN. And I I appreciate the way that they wrote the report, not necessarily the headlines from either either side of the aisle on this, because CNN, NPR, uh, The Blaze all had it. Um, And they, although their reporting was strong in the actual article itself, they did not give um, probably the most honest headline. So here we go. Um, This is... Uh, catching up, or this is picking up where we left off from the brief news brief. Uh, CNN has reached out to Budworth's attorneys for comments. He was assigned to the department's rapid response team and had been a member of the unit for four years. The team was deployed during protests last summer, ignited by the murder of George Floyd by an officer in Minneapolis. It's rare, but not unheard of, for officers to vacate voluntary assignments in mass. It happened in Buffalo last summer under similar circumstances. In Portland, officers, detectives, and sergeants voted Wednesday night to resign as a group following a discussion about concerns from the team. Acting Portland Police Chief Chris Davis said he did not go into detail about those concerns but confirmed the indictment was brought up during the meeting. The team was built from officers across the department and deployed to protests. And the officers were trained in crowd management and crowd control. It had undergone advanced training to handle public safety at crowd events and natural disasters. The unit has essentially disbanded, but the officers remain on the force, according to the police department. In response to the resignations, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler said state police and regional law enforcement agencies would fill the void created by the rapid response team disbanding. It is my expectation 
this from the mayor, I believe, and the community's expectation that the city remains committed to public safety and effective police oversight. City leaders will continue working in partnership with Portlanders, community organizations, and police leadership to reform our community safety systems. And there's much more to this report, but I'm going to end there with that quote. And really, just to once again emphasize, do reading on your own. Even this podcast that as much as I try, I try to stay away from giving an opinion. I cannot avoid um, completely all the bias that I may have in researching for the show. I try to research stories that matter and share stories that matter. And sometimes the stories that I think that matter um, may not matter necessarily to some people who turn tune in. I am researching for Christians who do not have time to necessarily stay up to date on current events. And so I'm going to share stories like this one about President Biden and put that in some good news, right? Because I think that President Biden should be held accountable to his stances on abortion. And I, so that that's where my bias plays through. And I've been very clear about that throughout the last year and a half of this podcast that I have bias and it, it's good to realize that, especially um, when you're trying to develop discernment and wisdom when it comes to current events, reading and research. And so that was all I was trying to get at with this episode. With this segment was rather not necessarily to jump into uh, police reform and all of that, but rather just show the headlines can be inaccurate to false. And I think it, it varies in between that more often than not. And so when people think, oh yeah, I'm up to date on current events, and they've just read the headlines, they're actually not completely educated. And when they start basing their political decisions off of headlines, I think it can be a very dangerous situation indeed. So let me know what you think about this. I would be happy to start doing more discussions around this kind of topic. Um, And we'll continue to do so on The Brief Breakdown. So until next Friday, I hope that you go forth and read with discernment, do your own digging, click the link in the description that I have for you all to do your own research as a springboard and uh, enjoy being able to stay up to date and current on cultural events. Until next time, remember Ephesians 6.12 and remember who the real enemy is. God bless and I will speak with you next Friday. Oh,